All right, welcome to the Pad Bros Podcast. It is Saturday, January 21st, 2017, and... Oh, crap, I didn't do the whole intro. The Pad Bros Podcast, your home for third-hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. <laughs> uh, this is Evan. I am back once again. I, yep, I've still been on every episode. No one's lit out on their own and, and taken over the Pad Bros name. Just kind Wouldn't of that be hilarious? Somebody put a podcast down and just, just co-opted or co-opted yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, you may recognize Danny is back with me. Hello, hello again. Hello. How's, uh, how's life in San Diego? Are you guys getting Good. as much rain as we are? Rainy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, there's been trees falling everywhere, crushing cars, people getting stranded and like in streets it's it's gnarly today's not bad but the other day it was pretty crazy it's interesting I, my experience in socal is that like socal is just not really uh prepared for rain in a like sort of infrastructure sense like they're oh, prepared no they're prepared for rain kind of but it's also like eh <laughs> Like, it only happens once in a while, so if it's kind of a big deal, we'll just handle it then, you know? It's not like we need to go to all this trouble and build something to take care of it, because it's going to be a regular thing. Yeah. Like, LA... I'm thankful for the rain, because we need to get out of this drought, but man, it makes my commute longer, because there's always accidents everywhere. Yeah. I forget how to drive. <laughs> yeah, people really are not super good at knowing how to drive in the rain. <laughs> Especially in SoCal. Um... Let's see. Let's let's launch into the pad stuff. Uh, I don't have too much in real life news to uh, to to dish out at this point. I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, do you have anything going on, like personally, that you've been doing in pad lately? What do you, what have you been up to? Man, I'm just trying to get flampies right now to max skill all of my chads. That's been the goal lately. I've uh, been running arena uh, one a lot. Um, and mostly with Miru, but, uh, with Awoken Ichigo or Final Getsuka Tensho Ichigo, um, a that's, few times. That's too much trying... of a mouthful. We, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. Got, gotta say Awoken. I can yeah, see why people went Awoken. Awoken right away. Yeah, it's, it's a mouthful. Um, he's fun. Uh, been trying to make, uh, Mr. NCFG work, but... His lack of uh, HP and RCV multiplier, it's just I peter out right at the end, man. Like I, Every time I get to about uh, the floor before Kali or Kali, and um, I just can't stall for actives. And I've got, I think I've got some actives that are a little bit too long. I, I bring a shield, I bring some you know, other utility, um, but his active's just so long, man. It's, it's 12 turns to get it back, and... Late later in that dungeon, like I, I stalled certain places, but you know I just uh, haven't had that good run yet. It, getting there is not too bad, but man, it's it's a struggle, man. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Uh, I think it would be nice to sort of put together one of those uh... crap. The one of those uh, NCFG. Yeah. All right. One of the NCFG teams that can like really nicely cruise through Machine Hera because there's a couple of uh, 
couple of Exodia pieces for us to get in that dungeon. It would be really sweet to finally put Yeah, I'd, I'd love to finish them. Got three pieces right now. Or, well, I think I've only got two different pieces, but three total. Um, but yeah, I got one Chad Max Guild working on some more. Got four total sitting there waiting to be Max Guild. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that like uh, when I went through my Arena 3 phase and uh, I have another friend who's like psyched to farm Arena, so it's like, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll run a couple of Arenas with you and rank up and then run like maybe two more and, you know, co-op with Miru, it's pretty fast, you know, and like, you know, spend like an hour and a half and come away with four or five Ps and do that a couple times a week and, you know, they start to stack up, especially when you're not sure what to do with them. Um, yeah. I have, like, I there's some people who, like, uh, definitely, like, play more than me that I see on Discord, and they're just like, I don't have any peas. Like, who's got that lying around? I'm like, well, I got tons lying around. <laughs> and I wonder if it's just that I just don't have, I like, I just have this, like, commitment phobia with them. I'm just like, well, you know, it's like I could give them to this monster. I could give them to that monster, and I don't really know which one is the best choice. So maybe I should uh, just... I'll just hang on to it, and maybe something will come up and force my hand. It usually does. Yeah, I don't see you as the kind of guy that just hypermaxes everything, but hypermaxes things that are useful. Yeah, I try. Like, but you know, some some things lately, I've been like, oh, like I finally made the uh, Awoken Ichigo team, and I was like, oh, like who's on a team with Awoken Ichigo? And I was like, oh, there's a couple monsters that don't have plus eggs yet. Well, well, that's that's what I'll do with those plus eggs that have been sitting in my box. Yeah, and then I got bummed because I figured out what I wanted to do with a uh, my Aizen team. I wanted to make a few changes to that, and I was like, "Oh, now I need some more plus X." <laughs> <laughs> hey, tomorrow STTD. Yeah, well, tomorrow is a work day for me, so I. Oh. Yeah, I've been really crapping the bed on that one lately. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the last couple you've been busy, or one time you had one. Yours was late enough. Yeah, and I, I did I, I don't remember when I last ran it. There was something else that came out that I was oh like I think this Friday was Super Kings. Yesterday was Super Kings. And I was pretty stoked about that because I had missed Super Kings for like a couple weeks in a row. Right. I just don't find myself with any time to run anything while I'm at work. So, you know, I'm just like, you know, if I'm not at work, I'll do it. If I am at work, I'm pretty much out of luck. But uh. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, like, I hope what's coming up on Friday, what's coming up on Saturday, because that's that's where the money's at. <laughs> yeah, right. Pat all day. Yeah. Um, especially with this rain, I haven't been going out to climb because uh, it's, you know, kind of wet. It's hard to climb wet rocks. So it's like, oh, yeah. time to puzzle, I guess. <laughs> um, some of my experiences lately, uh, I like... Uh, this Tamadro dungeon buff, which, you know, has been out for a couple months now, but man, I, I ran it the other day. I was like, this is real. <laughs> this Tamadro dungeon buff is, is real. Um, looking at, I had a run where I got, I think, four adult Tamadras and one baby. I did wow. that. I did that twice. Oh, actually, no. I had one where I got four adult Tamadras and then the Grodin Tama. And then I had another with four adult Tamadras and one baby. And I was like, and this was out of like a sample set of like five runs. Like, it's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I've had that run about once and I've ran it a lot since the buff. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's still way better than it used to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. I bought Raw Dragon. I saw that. You left it at level one for a whole day. I did, yeah. I bought it and then didn't have a chance to do anything <laughs> with it really. <laughs> I was I was just laughing. I was like, he just put up a raw dragon, forgot about it, closed the game, and it's just sitting there level one for everybody to see. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I It was I, pretty funny. <laughs> I hypermaxed it the next day. <laughs> I was like, what do I need to evolve this? Oh, sop debt? I don't have a sop debt. Uh, whatever, I got work to do. <laughs> I think what happened was, uh, you know, I had, like, put together, like, my, oh, here's what my raw dragon team would be, which is, like, pretty much the, like, ideal raw dragon team, I guess, because I am lucky enough to have two Decollies and uh, Kana and Isis, which I... Yep seems to be the standard i actually didn't realize that that whole team is unbindable and that's one of the reasons why it's rad that is very very cool like you don't even like oh like what do i bring for a bind clear yeah you don't need a bind clear <laughs> you just you're unbindable yeah, isis is just a a base and, and color coverage <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll have to figure out what goes on isis like currently i just have um awoken suzano on there which is yeah. is pretty is pretty much good enough for for Rod I think Dragon. that makes the most sense, but I mean, I think maybe maybe Indra is a better inherit there, but I don't know. Well, and, bigger shield, just yeah. longer to get it up. And then I inherited Carrot on there onto uh, Kana, so if uh, nice. yeah, so kind of um, i'll be excited to play it when uh the super alt comes out i realize i actually had a fair amount of stuff to do to get ready for that i need to make four different zeus evos because <laughs> because the two uh the two zeuses that you include in there in the evo are also required for zeus and hera which is included in the evo mats so you got to make two Zeus Olympios and two Zeus Stratios. And then I realized also that like, I haven't actually evolved the second machine Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. <laughs> well, I mean, I have one in my box already kind of sitting around and I knew I was going to so tempting, to... isn't it? Oh no, no. I meant I had a spare, like I just haven't evoed it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought I was talking about your, <laughs> Uh, your hypermaxed one. <laughs> be like, it's so tempting to be like, uh, forget this. There's all the plus eggs, all the work's done, but there's still uses for them. So. Yeah, I'm not that tempted. A little bit tempted, but not that tempted. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, the the raw dragon. It's. I mean, it seems like a lot of people. Like one of my main co-op partners was like, oh, I'm gonna buy it. I was like, okay, cool. I'll get it. We can co-op more stuff that way. Um, I guess people are like farming, uh, farming uh, like Arena Three pretty fast with Raw Dragon. Um, I had thought that like the fact that you didn't have enough HP to like tank some of the hits from some of the stronger monsters like was a real downgrade. But I guess because you basically don't bring much in the way of offensive actives 
and you don't really need to use them very often, um, then you can just bring, you can stack more utility on the team. And I hadn't really realized that yet. Gotcha. So like, for example, um, you know, you, you bring an Indra shield on the team. Uh, and you know, when you come up against Hera dragon, you do mass attacks instead of TPAs and you, um, you know, you stall one turn, attack one turn, and then you throw up the Indra shield and you tank a hit and you attack and you attack, and then you tank one more hit with the Indra shield. And then you have like one more attack and then you're, you're, you're done. So you never know. I mean, you might be able to get through there. You might sky fall up into some big damage, but, um, you know, you have a chance there. Uh, and then hair dragon is the one that I was really thinking. And, and I guess, Maybe Hephaestus Dragon, you know, you'd hope to just take him out in a few turns and not have to really take a lot of hits like you would with Miru. Like, Miru, you know, you, you it's not often you can just take a board that you're given and deal a substantial amount of damage. And that that is the advantage of Raw Dragon and the other monsters that are sort of considered good farmers of arena three. Yeah. I need to make sure that I don't hit the table with the chair. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a couple big bumps that have happened to the microphone already. (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, I, I didn't hear him. Well, that's because you're not listening to the audio that we're actually recording for the podcast. You're just hearing the audio for my, uh, uh, my microphone on my actual headset so in any case uh do you have a raw dragon i don't have him yet no you thought about it oh yeah no i want to get him i just uh have not got onto the mp farming train lately yeah um it's they're just i mean there hasn't been anything else that i've really wanted Mm -hmm. that's pushed me to do it and then uh, I've just been banking on the delay and getting distracted by bleach and other things, and just haven't uh, haven't gotten that MP farming train. Are you close on MP? Mm, no, not not that close. Um, I've still got a ways to go, so uh. it's gonna be just sit down with with Lou Bay, and I think the the struggle is just wanting to or just going into uh, Discord and. Finding the the person that's going to sit down for the amount of time that you want to be at, because um, so, sometimes people just get snatched up so quickly, you know. Yeah. And they might go on for a while, and it's just kind of like, uh, do a, you know, when I when I play, I might not have, you know, I don't want to dedicate, you know, fifteen minutes or something just trying to find a partner to farm it with, and so I just end up doing other things. Yeah, it's a little tough unless you you know you have someone you know can just be like, oh, like I want to farm, and this is my team. I actually spent a little bit this morning, even with one of my regular partners, we're like, oh, let's let's farm some MP, let's do, like, Nordis, right? And they're like, oh, well, like, what's our best Nordis team? And, or, like, we were looking at maybe uh, running Zerag Infinity. And I was like, all right, well, like, what can we do with Zerag Infinity? Like, oh, uh, like, I don't have Light Tan, so I can't inherit Ra. He's like, I don't have Light Tans, I can't inherit Ra either. And so, like, now we're, like, looking through other templates. Like, what's a good template that we can use that doesn't require inherits? And, you know, it's kind of annoying. 
Um, what I would really love is to like get my my alt account, like have a team leveled up enough and, and developed enough on that account that I could do some, you know, some of that like button style rogue dungeon farming for MP. And then it's like, I'm setting it up with me and I don't have to like yeah. negotiate with anyone else and I do it when I want to do it. And my alt is low enough rank that I can just, I'll rank infinitely. So I just can run as much as I want. Yeah, I, I feel like for almost all the rogues, I can make one of the teams. Sometimes I can make both of the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also a deterrent. Is I mean, if you can make both the teams, then it's just so easy. Just go and be like, hey, I have this team. Show up with the other team. But uh, sometimes you, you run in there, and it's like flooded with people who have one one of the teams, the easier of the teams to make. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, But my, my brother and uh, uh, Kyle... Um, both pulled Lubays recently, but they haven't got their Dios's max skilled yet and, and whatnot. So once they get theirs up, then uh, people that you know that I communicate with more outside of you, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you're so busy with work these days that's not always feasible. So, yeah. Yeah, I I want to get Raw Dragon. Um, at the same time, I don't feel too uh, too much of in a hurry for it. Um, I don't have like the perfect team, but I've got um, a good team. Uh, for him so what have you got for rod dragon what are your subs so i've got uh a d collie i've got um uh, lightning would be the other one which is you know not necessarily optimal because she is bindable and not covering any colors and whatnot um but you know and i've got ichigo uh i i so i pulled two ichigos and i left one of them in his non-awoken form. So I've got that skill I can inherit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Isis. I've got Indra. I've got Susano. Um, so can make it work. Yeah, I mean, definitely for <laughs> in terms of co-op. Um, I was talking to my friend who wanted to buy it. He does not have an ideal team either, although he has, uh, I believe, Decali and Isis, and then it's just sort of like not sure where to go from there. <laughs> and I was like, he was like thinking Ganesha and maybe Izanagi. And I was like, yeah, you should go with that. Just go with light TPA subs that work. And I guess like he was talking to some folks that were like, man, you got to have more board changers. And I was like, well, I guess maybe, but you know. Yeah, definitely would be nice. Um, I, there was uh, a bunch of people this week I saw on the uh, face, the Facebook uh, pad global or whatever. Mm-hmm. People were just buying raw dragon with like, <laughs> None, no subs, no subs that you would normally see, and they were just getting, you know, torn apart by by other people, and it was it's kind of sad, you know. It's like, well, you know, if they were asking for advice before the purchase, then it's like, yeah, tell them, hey, you know, that's not a good idea. <laughs> You're not gonna have fun with him um, with with those kind of subs. But once they already made the purchase, people are still just like tearing apart. And it's like, come on, guys, like, I mean, it's he can't go back on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's done. Yeah, I know, and and I think people, like, you know, they're just, like, you know, like they see someone else, and they're like, I mean, like, how did you come to this decision? Like, and, like, I'm guessing that for the people that made that decision, for the most part, it was a big decision, you know? Like, you know, the people who don't have good subs or don't have any good subs for Rod Dragon, like, probably might think about putting their 300k mp to a better use i'm i'm guessing they don't have mp coming out of their ears right so i think that's why people are just like well man that's that's tough like you know if you don't have the good subs for this team like it's gonna work okay 
but it's not going to be the the like in the tier by itself lead that everyone seems to think it is. Yeah, I mean, I think they just look at the you know everybody's hyping it up, and it's like oh they're all on a tier on his own on the the power chain, and it's like and it's a rainbow leader, so you could you know conceivably use anybody as a sub, and so. You know, they don't, maybe they don't have somebody to, Still has God requirement. Oh, yeah, that's true. But not for the attack, Um, only for the HP and recovery. So, you know, they look at it and they're like, maybe they don't have somebody that will help them get Miru or somebody else. And it's like, oh, I could buy this. And all of a sudden I have the best person in the game. And so I I get that. But it's it's unfortunate to see because you're like, oh, man, that's going to hurt for a long time. Yeah, and there was an interesting thread on Reddit that I saw today that was somebody who was saying, like, oh, what teams have you developed and then don't use? Um, like, spent a lot of time and effort developing and don't use. And and some, you know, one person was like, Miru, like, you know, I just, I just don't like playing her. And he's like, yeah, she like, I'm like, I wasted all these plus eggs and experience on her. And she's just got, like, her skill is so slow because I don't have her skilled up. I'm like, well, I mean, you got to skill her up. Like, any descended monster that you, any farmable descended monster that you get, like, if you want them to be useful, you have to skill them up. You can't you can't just throw them out there at their, you know, like, base skill level and expect that to actually, you know, get you somewhere. It's a, it's a handicap. For sure. Yeah, I mean, and not to say that I didn't run things with, uh, you know, I, I co-opted with a friend and, and he didn't like using his meter team either because his was like at skill level like seven, you know, seven out of 16 or whatever it is. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was it was noticeable. <clears throat> but, you know, if you're if your other subs are decent and skilled up and, and you have a friend who's running a skilled up one, you can you can get through a bunch of stuff and get through arena for sure. Yeah, it's interesting, like what people what people like as a play style, and what you know, people are like, "Oh, meter is boring." And it's like to me, you know, like considering how I used to beat dungeons, Mira is like, "Oh man, it's so fast." <laughs> 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 people are like, "Ah, it's so slow. I hate all the stalling. Like it's you know whatever. It's boring. I don't like her. Don't like her subs." And it's like, all right. I think it's kind of fun to make crosses and try to cascade around crosses. And, um, you know, like I ran Miru with, uh, uh, my friend and, uh, for the, for the challenge for this, uh, descended dungeon that just came out yesterday, uh, in NA. And, uh, you know, there's one point where it's just like, he was like, okay, so, uh, she's going to do the leader switch first turn. And so I'm going to eat that and then pass to you. Or then, and then you'll, it'll be your turn. You pass to me so we can get the leaders back. And then you just have to um, kill her through the seven combo, like the combo shield. You have to hit seven combos to kill. It's like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So, uh, but like, you know, Miru makes you feel good. I did seven combos with a light TPA and, and a heart cross and, and kill. (laughs) It's like nice a, yeah it was, it was it was fun and and uh i mean that's something that i i just don't do with uh you know any old lead for sure like getting all that extra combo time is it makes it i think it's fun i really like the way you can solve the puzzles with miru and solving the puzzle around the cross i thought i would hate it when it started to come out when heart crosses first came out i was just like oh my god 
I'm going to hate this so much. And then now that I've gotten used to it, I really enjoy it. It's kind of fun. So, yeah, I enjoy it too. I, uh, it's taken a while to get used to it, but you know, now that you're used to it, it is fun to, to, you know, play with the board and, and, and do different things. All right. Well, speaking of leaders that have hit the top of the meta and involve crosses, uh, I have been playing around with my Aizen and, I kind of thought that Aizen, to me, I was like, oh, well, like, Aizen is just going to be my team for soloing Arena 1 and doing it fast. And I got it down, and I'm pretty consistent. I gotta t- I'll got i be honest with you, the times that I die in Arena 1 these days to with Aizen is because I underestimate how much damage Aizen does when you don't do a cross oh <laughs> you hit them down to their 30 percent area and they get you yeah i mean like i can't tell you i've i've probably died a number of times to the chinese gods like mei mei karen because they have like a pretty decent sized attack when you get them under 20 percent. and i'm like just clearing orbs to try and get five darks on the board and i'll like skyfall a dark combo and a blue combo and then <laughs> now i've done like six or seven combos with a dark and a blue and i'm just like oh please kill them all the way ah <laughs> you know <laughs> i can definitely see that happening and it's like uh you know mirror, mirror gives you that luxury of like you don't do much damage without putting up a shield so it's like you're you're never like hitting someone into a danger zone without your 75 percent shield up um so it's not an issue in the same way that it is with Aizen. And, and I think I've, I'm starting to learn how I need to be dealing with that. But, like, uh, you know, the monsters where that happens are, it's it's annoying. <laughs> I, um, Hino is a big one. I've I've definitely skyfalled Hino a little too low a couple times. Bye-bye skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately with Aizen, it's, like, super easy to stall. And, like, you know, even if you don't have skills for... Um, what's his face uh grissar it's not that bad um sure so you know because grissar can kind of kill with like one cross and and enough combos but um you know it's a it's a pretty fun team and, and it goes really fast and then i i was you know there was news announced uh pretty exciting news that dark athena is coming to the mp shop in jp and i've, I've sort of jumped into our jp news but I was looking at Dark Athena and some of the reviews about her, and we'll talk about her more in depth in a little bit. But, you know, she's an, an Arena 3 farmer. Um, and now we now have, like, three leaders that are considered top-tier, like, Arena 3 farmers. Um, and Aizen is one of them. Raw Dragon is the other. And then there's Dark Athena. And I'm, I'm kind of, like, looking at it thinking, like, well, like, what do I what do I want to do? Like I have Aizen already. Like, let's see, like what are subs that people are using to farm arena three? Cause I haven't seen a whole lot of arena three solos with Aizen. And I've, I've seen like, there was a, I found like a compilation video of someone beating all five of the radars with Aizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty cool. Um, and I was like, well, so I guess people are doing it. And so I started doing some, some research trying to figure out what team that I could put together uh and one interesting thing i realized was that um the new six star guy from fist of the north star was a really good sub oh ko or something yeah 
because his active is really nice and he's got crazy hp <clears throat> oh right 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 plus he's got that rainbow resist thing going on which like aizen you know with meter you don't worry about that because you're putting up a shield in order to do damage so you're not like knocking someone into a zone where they like would do a hundred percent grab on you without putting up a shield ahead of time whereas aizen you might um and so like not dying to a hundred percent shield is nice um so I put together my team for Aizen in Arena 3, and now I think that I need to throw about 12 damage resist latents on it, dark damage resist latents, in order to survive the DQ Hera preemptive strike. And so I've basically died to DQ Hera about five times <laughs> in my... Oh, yeah. Um, so What's your team right now? Okay, so my team right now um, is... Uh, Awoken Persephone, mm-hmm. Awoken Haku, Ashamali, and Kaio. Oh, so you pulled for him. I didn't hear that you pulled for him. Nice. I did it last night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I really like Fist of the North Star. And Kaio is this really good sub. And there's like these other monsters in Fist of the North Star that I didn't have. And so I was like, eh. I'm going to pull. Like, I don't, I don't really pull that much in Godfest anymore. I pull in the collab. So let's see what I get. And so I pulled a bit. And then uh, I pulled, like, a bunch of golds in a row. I actually pulled three Kenshiros in a row. <laughs> and then I also pulled uh, Toki, which was cool. Um, nice. And then uh, I was like, I'm like, well, I'll just pull until I get another gold. And I, like, pulled for a little bit. And I got, like, five or six silvers in a row. And I almost gave up. And I pulled... And like maybe two more times after I almost gave up, and then I got a gold, and it was Kyo, and I was like, "Sweet, I'm done." <laughs> it's fun when that happens. It sure is. So, um, definitely uh, got a got got that put together. Enjoyed it, um, and I I mean my my HP is is big for a, a single team without any HP multiplier. But I need to need to do some some more latents in order to um, actually be able to survive that preemptive strike. Right now, did na- you get Thouser? I uh, did get a Thouser, but I I nice. think Thouser has got to be like the rarest uh, silver egg I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I think I well, let's say this this this, <clears throat> this time that Fist in the North Star collab came, I have pulled. Four Kenshiros and one Thouser. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and I, I mean, I didn't pull that much. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I pulled a pack yesterday, and then maybe like five or six before that. Not too much. Like that, it was good. Yeah. I'm very like, uh, well, I didn't spend any gas to go drive to go climb this weekend, so. <laughs> Got to put that money somewhere, right? Sure, right? <laughs> like, bank accounts. What? No. Um, pad accounts. Pad accounts, for sure. So, uh, I got my first Arena 3 solo clear with Aizen uh, this morning. Uh, it was pretty fun. And also fun because I got to annihilate Hephaestus Dragon. <laughs> awesome yeah um 
I've been running with, a, I have a best friend who has uh, Aizen, and we both have the same Inherit on Aizen, and I, I kind of like it. Um, both of us have uh, f- Force, like the... No, oh, yeah, the, the long... The long delay, Orochi. the long Orochi, the long skill. So um, I got up to the last floor, and I had, you know, you can delay anyone on that floor... So, um, I popped my delay and then I was able to charge up, um, a bunch of, uh, skills on my inherited skills and got them almost up. And so that when I went to the next floor and Hephaestus dragon turned up, I I ended up with like, uh, three of three or four of my skills still up. So I think, uh, I had a Shamali up and I had, uh, Let's see, I had Ashamali, Aizen, and Kaio were all up first turn. And then uh, Persephone and Haku weren't far behind. So I was able to um, kill Hephaestus Dragon with just a few skills. Uh, and then I used Kaio's skill to kill uh, Kali. To annihilate Kali, let's be honest. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then uh, and I think by that time Haku was up and I used Haku and <laughs> killed uh, killed the... So, like, I basically, like, just went... You know, I, I think Hephaestus Dragon took me, like, four turns because uh, mm-hmm. my damage was too high on my first attempt. <laughs> so, like, I, I one-shotted Hephaestus so, Dragon. So weird how that is. And he's yeah. got Resolve. So he healed back up. But, you know, if you get him down to, like one hp and then he heals like it doesn't take much to knock him back under the resolve so i just had to take like one hit from him and then do you know pop us pop the eyes in skill and and kill him the rest of the way so cool yeah it was it was pretty fun and and hephaestus dragon is is like super super hard for a lot of solo teams um but eisen kind of the way that the team is set up with the inherits that i have um it's it's like built to be able to eat those skill delays. And then all cool. all the actives that I have on there are super useful in other respects as well. Um so like the one I don't have junk actives on there for just to eat up skill delays, you know, I have um two big delays uh and then I have like another board change inherited onto um Ashamali I've got another Haku active inherited onto Haku, and I've got uh, you know a shield on Kaio, and so it's like all good, uti- good, good skills to have, even if they come, even if they're all the way charged. So if I uh-huh. if I get like Noah Dragon or something like that, like those are all things that I can use, except for the delays, <laughs> um, which is why I pretty much always burn one on the the floor before the radar dragon, even if I'm not. Um, even if I'm like, don't need to use it, you know? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, so I have a delay on my muter and sometimes I have to do that towards the end just to make sure I might as well have her natural skill. Up. Yeah. And I mean, when you have that big delay, I mean, the skills, you know, you know, you pop that thing and then it's like six turns on the monster. So you, I mean, you know, if you have a seven turn active, it's almost up again. So, yeah. Um, Cool. Well, I had a lot of fun with that, and I will try a few more of those in the near future. 
Um, that is really cool. Do you run anything uh, challenging for you lately? Hmm, man, what? I can't think of anything right now. I've just been running Arena One, and then uh, the <laughs> you know what's sad is uh, it took me like four tries to beat uh challenge dungeon uh the floor eight with the awoken um Nushi team did you co-op it <laughs> no no i just soloed okay. it but uh, yeah i was like oh, i'm gonna beat this and i just kept overestimating my like combo skills when i'm not like fully paying attention and i just kept dying like i think i'd have enough combos and i wouldn't do enough damage and then so finally i said you know what screw this <laughs> i just took my time and and made sure i planted every floor and i beat it yeah but i was like man that took a lot of effort <laughs> for something i didn't think was gonna be that hard i think it's i experienced the same thing like uh i i went into it and i was like oh i don't know how okuni's leader skill works and let me just try this and i was like i mean i like i'm like looking at him i'm like well there's three little black dots under him so i guess i gotta try <laughs> and hit dark combos but then you have to hit like at least six combos to do really any damage so um yeah, and you you really want to hit more than that to do some real damage and at least throw in some tpas yeah so that sort of segues into my north american news section is that we had this challenge dungeon set um it was not hard uh, i think miru was the boss of c10 yep yeah not really very challenging um i think i tried to use I don't even know. Like at this point, like you have to create a challenge for yourself. I think in these, if you've got some other, you know, if you have a fully developed team that's in the meta, like you gotta like. I mean, like uh, uh, Miru. Let's. I'm like we won't dance around the bush with this. Like she is, like the obtainable meta lead. Um, she's even somewhat flexible on subs, uh, and there's some farmable subs where you can beat really hard stuff with her um and it's kind of like so basically you kind of have to like stack these challenges up against miru and you look at it and you're just like well this is just not hard right like if you have a developed miru team which is not hard to have like these challenge dungeons aren't hard either um sure that's why i do everything with ncfg now (laughs) just want to see everything burn yeah (laughs) yeah I, uh, I've, you know, I've tried to do a few things. I think I have like a NCFG team sitting around in my box that I occasionally bust out and I have two Tengus with two Chad inherits so that I can run it with my, uh, my alt account and, uh, definitely burn some things down. Um, the, the Okuni fixed team, I, it took me three tries, I think, to clear it. I, I didn't realize what I was doing a few times and then. I didn't realize the first time through I was like I just like try to do some attacks to like chip the Alfeca to try and chip him down oh. under the resolve and then I was like oh I'm an idiot that's what the gravity is here for that's, that's why Hades here yeah yeah so I actually had that problem with somebody my friend texted me and was like oh do you want to run challenge dungeon 8 I'm like yeah I'll try it with you on my alt account I haven't beat it yet um and then uh you know, we got to that floor and I was like, 
oh no he did, he's not using it he doesn't know and so i like tried to text him quickly hoping it would show <laughs> up and i just wrote gravity exclamation point exclamation point and, and then he comboed and we died and uh oh, he was no. like when was i supposed to use the gravity um <laughs> just then just just there where yeah. we died <laughs> yeah fortunately i realized that immediately when i looked at the team i was like why is hades here like his gravity must be important and it's like oh alpha <laughs> yeah um yeah, I don't really remember very much from the rest of the challenge dungeons aside from that. Um, and then these, uh, these like, these like uh, prize pee dungeons where you get a random pee. Um, yes. I, I mean, some people must love them. To me, I'm just like, I don't even do them. I just leave them in my box in my mail because I'm just like, well, I, I mean, I have peas of all colors sitting in my box already. I guess at some point. At some point, I just get tired of them being in my mail, and I, like, run them all to get rid of them. But uh, it's, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather, I'd almost rather just have one of each color. <laughs> I Yeah, I am not at the point where I have a ton of peas in my box. So they're starting to build up of the, you know, non-red <laughs> variations. Um, but I like it just because it's like, hey, if you need something, it's on demand, you know, as long as you got stamina. Yeah, I, I just I'm, I'm like, well, I don't have the time to just enter this dungeon over and over again. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it could be frustrating for sure. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably just try to, I don't know, I'll, I'm just try to keep running enough arena to keep my stockpile of peas uh, at a decent level. Eventually, I'll run out of some color at some point and complain about it. But you know, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um. We had uh, yesterday the arrival of Ross. Sure, sure, Ross, which is our first, uh, f- not farmable, but let's say first descended monster, farmable descended monster that is going to have an inheritable skill. And man, that's a pr- it's really cool. It's a pr- it's pretty cool, and it's a pretty cool skill as well. It's like not. I mean, it's basically changing light to green and three turns bind clear. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, great. that's, that's no joke. I mean, that can be a uh, utility inherit for an ALB team at times. Um, I can see that going on a machine Athena team if you didn't have a lot of good options there because you could, you can pop, uh, you know, that to clear a bind and you can also pop it in combination with avalon drake to create a all green board or pop it in combination with maymay to create a two-thirds green board um lots of lots of utility there it's pretty interesting sylvie yeah sylvie for sure um and it it actually gets uh really low like it's six turns when it's max skill that's great yeah and i guess you i, I mean that's I, that, that's actually really huge because of the three buying turns recovery with an orb change i mean that's like that's pretty premium there yeah definitely um you know you inherit it onto someone unbindable and you're right like maybe that's a great inherit for a kaede team uh someone looking for that bind clear uh combination with a sylvie board get your get your heart and green board that sound good sounds good to me yeah or uh one and the thing I saw on Reddit with people were saying, "Hey, great pseudo SDRs, you know, out of the box, twenty-one turns." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I guess I have some that 
I, I think, yeah, all my SDR things are longer than that. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm wondering what, um, what, uh, what dungeons do you need or what teams do you run where you need that, that long of an SDR buffer? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably just, um, you know, ALB teams just because you have such high skill boost there, but. Well, but even, even, even with ALB this... teams, you know, like, you, you, never like stall that much like your secondary skills like they're either up at the beginning of the dungeon or they're probably not coming up (laughs) you know like yeah for sure yeah i guess it's just more of the if you're not really paying attention you know yeah um it's it's very unlikely you're gonna hit it (laughs) yeah i mean i you know there might be some teams where you want that skill delay resist but you also are gonna stall for a while i don't know I won't worry about it too much, but uh, it's it's a cool thing that's happening. Um, interesting dungeon. We have um, Odin, uh, Green Odin, as an opponent, which is interesting. He uh, instead of his his active ability, his like preemptive strike is to do the skill that is the name of his like in game skill. Oh right, and it's a it's a five turn bind, which is like he I guess he does a five turn unbind <laughs> with his. Yep, yeah, it's reverse. Yeah. But um yeah, cool. Kind of a cool uh cool thing to have to go up against. And then that dreaded leader switch as a preemptive strike yeah. on the boss. Just hate the leader switches. Right. And you can't delay her, so Yeah. You just have to have to go with it. The leader switches in co-op are so annoying. It's it's nice. It's like it's one of those things that like you run into it solo and you're like, oh, this is so much nicer than when I co-op. Almost everything is better in co-op, but the uh, that leader switch thing is not. Uh, I mean, I noticed that happening to. Uh, when did I have that problem? Uh, oh, just Majedra running get running into Majedra in arena. It's like. In co-op, it's like six turns before you get your leader back, and as opposed to three, yeah. so it's that's kind of a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, there's some other instance I wanted to bring up there, but uh, let's see, what do we got? Fist of the North Star. I pulled Kayo. Did you pull it all on Fist of the North Star? Uh, nope, just my free pull, and I got. Oh man, what's his name again? Uh, I'm looking at, um, Shuren? Yeah. Oh, Shuren. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was really happy about. Yeah, I think, uh, I was, I think with, the uh, Grimjow on Shuren, you can, you can hit hard enough to, uh, just two-button, uh, your way through the devils at the end of, uh, Star Thieves' Den. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I think... I, I think you need plus eggs on him, don't you, for that to work? Um, or is yeah, it not? I'm pretty sure you got to have plus eggs. Yeah, so I need to run SDT whatever <laughs> tomorrow, get the plus eggs, and the next time I can use him. Yeah. Because I don't have any sitting around right now. I forget what I recently plussed, but uh, my my mules are gone. Uh, too bad. All right. Yep, yep. Uh, so the... I forgot, oh, the Ross dungeon came with the uh, 
ruby dragon challenge where you had a super ruby king and uh if you beat this dungeon with the super ruby king on your team um you would then get a special dungeon with more super ruby kings and a magic stone which is cool yeah free stuff yeah and then we also had with the dog dragon dungeons coming back a campaign for that where if you beat a special level of that with a flamey on your team (laughs) you would get another magic stone and a predra which i mean is is not the most exciting but it's cool that they're getting you to do the dungeon again it, it makes the dungeon harder, you know, somewhat harder, you know, because you have to put a useless sub on your team. Well, here's um, here's and, a question. And you get something out of it. Here's a question for you. Did you have a flamey lying around? Dude, I haven't even done the challenge yet. I have to do it tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I don't have one lying around. Well, I, did I have one? Because uh, for a while, didn't we have a flamey that had 44 like attack eggs on it or yep, something? Yep, there was one of those. I scrounged around and found a plus 50 in my mail. <laughs> yeah. Because, which is good, because on my alt, I was like, oh, I should do this on my alt account too. It won't be that hard. And uh, I, on my alt account, I didn't have one in my mail. So I had to go and run the like lowest level fire dungeon like six times before i could get one to drop it was super annoying because i was just like i saw like you know seven or eight spawns without a drop you know what's funny is if you look at paddocks right now um look at the top line of popular searches mm-hmm. and uh flamey's up there dark, dark is up there but yeah flamey's up there super king ruby is up there it's so funny <laughs> people are like oh crap they like i got a super where are they again i forget (laughs) yeah people got a super ruby king in the mail and they're like sweet i'm gonna feed this and they're like oh no i messed up yeah when i when it first popped up i didn't see the uh the the dungeon yet i was like why do i have this and i was like oh yeah of course that's why Mm -hmm. to use yeah it was cool uh, I think running red teams in that dungeon had kind of an advantage because your Super Ruby King did a Ares active, which is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, we just got some news today. Or was that today or yesterday? That the uh, one shot challenge is coming back. Must have been yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday or the day before. Yeah, Blue Tomazo. Yeah, I'm excited. I I like getting all the Tomazos. And uh, the blue one is nice, too. Uh, no radar dragon at the end of this one. Uh, just one of the yeah, one of the rogue bosses in mythical format. Um, so that'll be good. Um, More plus eggs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that one. Uh, I always like running the one-shot challenges. They're... I, now I'm trying to go into them, taking a strong team, but going in blind is kind of my, my way to go. I, I enjoy yeah. it that way. Um, I, can't, I can't quite bring myself to make things too hard on myself <laughs> in terms of teams. <laughs> Although I have to admit, I saw someone post on Reddit the other day that they beat Arena 1 with GZL, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the post too. That's awesome. Um, I was like, GZL's my guy. I gotta beat Arena with him. I gotta figure that out. Um, but I, you know, have to have to craft a team and figure out how that's gonna work. I think he had 
some pretty strong friend. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, GZL. it wasn't GZL and GZL. It was GZL and somebody else as the leader had like a stat boost or something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we also recently, uh, the recent update did not give us the super alt raw dragon that everyone was <laughs> really hoping for. Um, Man, the the forums are in like full riot mode, man. Do they remember? Do they remember what it used to be like? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep saying. Like, <laughs> do people? I feel like the people that do remember are like, yeah, all right, it's gonna happen. We'll just have to wait. Uh, and the people that, you know, the people that came into the game over the course of the last year when NA basically, ever since Ten X Descendants came. Like, if you came into the game when 10x Descendants was kind of already a thing, like, you're just, like, seeing these small things, like, oh, Raw Dragon is, like, three weeks late, and they're like, what the hell? This is ridiculous. This is BS. I was just like, dude, 10x Descendants, 10 months or nine months that we didn't get it. Like, you just got to chill. Like, it'll come. Relax. The one that, the one that's, like, uh, gotten to me recently, like, even... I just, you know, I gave up on that plus egg pal machine, and then that eventually came. So I'm like, it, it'll come. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, somebody was saying there might be a nice tie-in with the with the New Year's um, celebration or whatever. They might be waiting for that for some we some reason. I find that hard to believe. Just the same as like someone's like, oh well, um, you know, it seems like it's perfect for it to come out now after we finish the one shot challenge rotation and everyone has had a, had a chance to get their raw dragon or their Zeus dragon. <laughs> and I was like, dude, they don't care about that. Like, no. I mean, in theory, essentially everyone's had a chance to get their Zeus dragon already. It's been in arena three for months. So everyone's had a chance. Yeah, I just, I don't get what they're waiting on, you know, like, that's why it's something like a thematic, you know, like, oh, here's here's the hype around this or that may make sense. Otherwise, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, they don't we'll flip the switch tomorrow, you know, like or whatever. Yeah, they just they don't really seem to have like themes in terms of when they release when they like release monsters that are like out in updates, except if it's coming in conjunction with that collab or something like that. And this one isn't sure. isn't a collab thing. So. I don't know. I can't imagine why. I think people are just grasping at straws if they think that they're going to tie it in to the new year or something like that. I mean, which is not to say that if it is ready to go around the new year that they won't somehow tie it in on Facebook in their posts or something. But I don't think that that's the real reason behind any delay that's happening. I mean, because it could have come out of Christmas. They could say, oh, Merry Christmas. Here's Super Alt Raw Dragon. They're just putting us in our place. They're trying to remind us we are the poverty server. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Just, just a little bit. But the poverty is, is low. It's, it's pretty low. Yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, we didn't talk ranking dungeon. Oh yeah, that was fun. I, I liked it. Okay, and so what, what team did you use for your highest score? NCFG, my man. Um, and, and I just so everyone knows, uh, NCFG is our abbreviation for No Chill Fire Grandpa, and that is talking about Yamamoto Genrusai. Sure, sure, Yama, 
Yamamoto. Okay. Red Fire Grandpa. Yep. From Bleach Collab. Yeah. So I I could have ran Dios, but um, I don't have Lisa. I would have had to use um, some Kisuke's from Bleach. Um, I have lots of Kisuke's, and I have at least two of them max skilled. And so I thought about doing that, but um, the Yamamoto team was much more, uh, or just more ready to go. And so I ended up, Oh, what did I have? I I had a Tengu on the team, and he had uh, a Chad inherit. I had um, oh, uh, Sarasvati on the team to cover blue because she had three skill boosts. I think I had Ronia inherited under her, and then I had uh, Rodin for the Preja floor, and then um, I had. I think I, I ran two different people. I ran um, uh, the Christmas Hatsume and then uh, Antares. I flipped those two around. I think Antares was um, in the, the highest run, and I got... Oh, man, what was the cutoff again? It was like 128K? Uh, it was I like 127.8 or 127.9. Yeah, I can't remember my score. I ended up being at 1.5% was my, my cutoff. And I I ran some that, that last night, but then finally I just had nobody that had him up. And I really wanted to use somebody that had uh, Layla inherited. That made the runs go so much better. Um, Man, I, but... I wish I had had my Layla uh, ready to go. I just, I like, I have one sitting in my box that I had done nothing with, and that was like the perfect dungeon to have her ready for, and I, I didn't have it. So, yeah. I had, a, I had a handful of people that did. Um, so that, that helped, but just at the end, I had used them all up, and they hadn't, you know, been playing enough or been putting them up enough for me to be able to refresh and get them back. So it was still fun. I, I got closest I've ever gotten to getting a crown. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so we should talk like what the strategy is. Um, so I, I was like, did you see these teams that were people were referring to as casino teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw them. And I, I'm get, I didn't know where the name casino came from. And now I'm figuring it's just like casino as in like you pull the lever and you hope you get a high combo number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just, just pull and go. So uh, let me say, uh, I sort of put together, I looked at this dungeon and I thought, oh, preemptive strike on the first floor, want to go fast, let me use Dios. Um, And so I assembled in all attributes Dios team, and uh, I got got a 127.7 on my first day, on the first day, with my original team. Um, now I wasn't sure, uh, exactly that that team was the way to go. And I tried to, I played around with it a bit and I saw what some other people were doing and I was like, all oh, right. Cause, uh, there were people that were putting Rodin on their team, um, using his skill boosts and stuff. Um, and I was like, all oh, right, let me try. And so I switched my team around a little bit, matched up with someone else. And then I think that I must've gotten just like a super good RNG run. And I, I put up a 128.8. Nice. 
Nice. And that or one twenty eight seven five nine or something like that. It was it was pretty. It was in the high one twenty eights, and I went up to like. 0.2% when it was the first day and then just like slowly drifted down to 0.6 um, and I d- was doing that as the word on the like 7 by 6 boards got out but um, people never really got that close to me and I think that the most people were able to like put together a decent Dios team the people that were like trying to get into that top 1% trying to put together a decent Dios team and they um the dios runs kind of max out around like even if you if you get really good rng you're still maxing out around like 128 or something like that um but we saw some really monstrous scores posted by people who were utilizing the seven by six board to create big combo numbers Tevi, man oh my gosh yeah that guy can really combo and the you know when you when you combine that with the fact that he's actually with the team that he posted he only had to combo on like three floors right so i mean the combination of you know reducing the number of times that you have to try and combo and actually uh, you know, making a bigger board in order to hit more combos, and also the way that guy combos, where he's creating all these opportunities for um, extra skyfall uh, combos because of his cascades. It's it's really not surprising, and I, I hope he's posted the top score. Yeah, I'm I am waiting to see these top ten teams and what they had. I think. I saw one person with with Raw Dragon put up an insane score, um, just like just straight. I think it was just straight up Raw. I don't even know if they did a seven by six um, pairing. I think every the those big scores were um, Raw Dragon or uh, uh, the Awoken. So Revo Raw uh, paired with A ten for that seven by six board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I saw somebody else before those guys even posted those that had an insane score. Um, I think just just double raw dragon oh wow um, yeah but th- th- i think those guys you know eclipsed his score uh but yeah it was just crazy they were you know if you want to go in the strategy they were uh, using grim jows to like uh clear floors and not like have it count against their combo count so they were like they were getting you know those penalties on a couple floors four but the yeah yeah the best ones were four and and i kind of got an inkling of this and i you know i mean i don't have a setup to be able to button that many floors um but i did get an inkling of it i saw somebody posted a score where they had buttoned two floors and i was like oh because you you know you start looking at like you can button the predra floor most people can do that but you look at that first floor and you're like, oh, they max out at like 600K. That's not too bad. And then you think about the next floor. She's like, well, she's only about a million HP and she's light. So you can definitely button that with something that does dark damage like Awoken Vritra. And then, yep. you know, and then you look at, you know, so that's three floors that you can button right there. And then if you have the dog dragons don't have a ton of HP. You can button them maybe with one Grim Jow. So then you're looking at comboing only on specific floors. Um, 
So I, I it's it's pretty cool. I tried to put together a like a, a semi casino team, but it just didn't really work out super well for me. Um, and then I also thought about trying to do a um, NCFG team paired with Tifa. Um, oh, I never thought about doing that. Yeah, I should have done that because Tifa activates off of red orbs too, and so you can get a fifty x multiplier with a row of red. Um, so you know, if you think you can, you can just pop a chat active and then just combo the middle of the board as fast as you can. Um, you can hit, yeah. you can wipe any floor in that dungeon and hit a pretty high combo count. Um, so I was going to try that, um, but I didn't. <laughs> All right. Like I tried it a couple times and I wasn't getting any, I mean, I was getting like 125s and stuff, but I wasn't, wasn't beating my previous scores. I didn't get like the super good RNG at any point. And then um, the, what's like, then after that, my friend that had Tifa up with Superman stopped running that. Yeah. So they were bye bye part. They were done, and I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I can't run this dungeon anymore." Because I kind of counted on the fact that I would have this Superman active to take care of two floors. But yeah. it was it was a fun dungeon, and I'm gonna get another crown out of it. Uh, and. You know, I was I was in the crown zone with a team that I designed myself without sort of consulting people ahead of time, um, even though I kind of knew what the drill was, but I had kind of figured it out uh, on my own. So I was happy about that. Um, I think I would not have ended up with a crown unless I had switched to the different team and uh, gotten a little bit better score. Um, certain things that came out were like uh, people were like really looking at the math on uh, when you pop a poison active on the predra, whether you uh, want to do a combo or not, <laughs> yeah, like you can just you can just like swipe a couple orbs and not make a match, and it like moves on to the next floor really fast. Um, and I think it ends up actually like doing one combo. Like you just you basically can't combo fast enough to make up for the time. Right. Yeah, not, not when it's like your main goal is the speed, is how you're getting your score. Yeah. So, and then the, I think poison versus laser active on that floor is very debatable um, because you're, you're, you're reducing your combo count by uh, having zero combos on one turn, but you're also, you know, incurring the penalty if you uh, just laser the floor. So. But it seems like if you can if you can really reduce the comboing opportunities, um, and laser four floors like that makes a big difference. So, yeah, I think somebody was just when they gave a breakdown, they said if you're going for combo count, you're generally want to do laser. If you're going for speed, you're generally going to want to do poison. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't hear that particular breakdown, but that makes sense to me. Um, I know people were like really down on this they're like oh like you know it's no skill and it was only because somebody on the first day posted like (laughs) one of the best you know speed teams (laughs) so it's like oh well that was easy well it's like you know first of all um yeah if you copy someone else's build exactly there's no skill in the team building but you know what the people that were in the very top didn't copy that 
and you know what? It's the top 1%. So guess what? If you are, you know, if you're not building the best team, then you're not going to get into the top 1% because it doesn't matter if everyone has the best team, you still have to operate that team better than someone else. And it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of RNG involved, but there's always a little bit of RNG involved in every single ranking dungeon. So, sure. And then I I thought the argument was interesting because those people were posting those like Tevi's build where they're like buttoning four floors. It's like people are like, oh, like takes all the skill out when you just button these floors and it's all about building your team. Well, like, well, team building is a skill for one. Um, and do you think that people competing in these ranking tournaments should never be rewarded for the fact that they've had taken the time to develop monsters and can figure out how to put those developed monsters together into a good team? Like, I, I think it's totally fine that they be rewarded in this. Not every ranking dungeon has to have a level playing field. Well, and even then, like the 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 raw um, Aiden or whatever's uh, team, they still had to do some crazy fast comboing, you know, when they're getting those high combo scores. So, oh, I mean, it, for sure, they they still had to work hard. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like they. I mean, I'm sure that you know you're talking about people who are generally, uh, you know investing a lot into this game monetarily who are spending stones on stamina refreshes and then if you know if they don't get a good combo score then they'll quit and go on to you know try again but uh you know i think i think it's really clever to figure out a way to skip that many floors and and trade that off for uh being able to hit this high combo number really high combo numbers yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> it's also interesting to me, too, because I don't think I could do that. I hate 7x6 boards. The orbs are so small, and I always flub when I try to combo with them. Like, And I get lost in my combos. Like, and I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm just getting a handle on actually comboing on a, a 5x6 board. Like, I've been playing pad for, like, two and a half years now. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm finally, like, oh, yeah, cascades make sense. And I can, like, do, like, two-step cascades and stuff like that, three-step cascades if, like, things are all set up nicely. But, you know, to combo fast without really spending a lot of time looking at the board, and it's a 7x6 board that, like, even over three turns to average 13 combos with skill fall and knowing that that's like the best run out of a bunch of runs is still really impressive to me. Yeah, it really was. All right. Um, let's move on from that. Uh, it was kind of fun to talk about. As you mentioned, um, we had Revo Egyptians hit us. We already talked about those. No, we didn't. Nope. Okay. We got Revo Anubis, Revo Bastet and Revo Horus. Um, I personally have not used any of them because um, <laughs> I just pulled an Anubis in the last like couple of months. It was my first one. So I'd done nothing with Anubis up till now. Um, I have to get the materials to do the Awoken Evo of him. Uh, Bastet, I changed over to Armor Ace Bastet as I did with my Horus. So now I have to like actually Evo and Awoken Evo uh my second bastet and second horus in order to uh do these revo versions because i want to because i think they look cool and and fun to use i've never pulled bastet or horus so (laughs) i don't get to play with them um but i have anubis and he was he's been hypermax for a long time Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I made him, and you know, we got those uh, the dark uh, snow globes from a recent uh, event thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I got lucky, dude. I only had to use like two of them, Ooh. and uh, and then I had just some other um, material. So I only used two, and I and and I got them up to uh, max level. Cool. But so I took him out and I was like playing with him and I was like, oh yeah, Anubis is not my cup of tea. <laughs> still but, uh, hard. <laughs> he, yeah, still hard. Um, but he looks really cool. Well, that's cool. Um, I, I am uh, excited to make one. Uh, I'm excited to make all three. That's like my little side project right now. I think the other day I got, um, I bought like Descended Carnival. Because I needed, I needed several of those, so I got four sphinxes. I'm not sure what the fourth one is for, but I've got four now, and I'm slowly away and evolving those and and getting the other stuff that I need as well. I think I need two thoths, toss. Um, but yeah, those will be cool to use. Um, and the uh, I think the art on all of them was looked like an, a bit of an improvement. Yeah, definitely. Oh, let's talk about the Ross art for a second. She's pretty sweet. And then Sir Ket I liked as well. Um, both of them are uh, looking good, I think. We've had some really nice art on our Descended bosses lately. We had... Uh, yeah. What was the... What was the... Kuramit... Kuramitsuha? Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sir Ket, Ross, bunch of bunch of good-looking girls. Yeah, hers are, I really like it. I like the uh, sort of snakes that are kind of like ribbons. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, well, uh, just one piece of JP news, uh, and that is Dark Athena showing up in the MP shop. Now, Woo! yeah, Dark Athena, and showing up in the MP shop for 750k MP, uh, a a fifty percent buff over a fifty percent increase over the most expensive MP monster we've had so far. Uh, so looking at yeah, so we were going from a couple five hundred k purchase options that we had to this seven hundred and fifty k purchase. Do you think that she's going to be a staple or a, a rotating purchase? Oh, do I think she's going to have her, she's going to be, like, coming up on a regular basis, or it's just going to be for an event? Uh, no, no, like, uh, I guess, um... Like, are we talking, like... Who is it? Like, like, Linka, isn't she just always around? Or, like, the puppeteers, you know, always around? Um, They might have her... I wonder if she's going to just be all the way, always around, because she's got such a high freaking price tag, you know? I hadn't considered that, but that, that's possibly an option. Um, so... But she is a, definitely a meta lead right now. Um, and previously, uh, because she's part of the um, Puzzle Dragon Cross uh, series of monsters, which none of which have made it to NA, aside from Ace and Ana Descended, um, we haven't had... There's these monsters that have been sort of crossovers into um, Puzzle Dragon Cross, uh, where... Uh, we have, let's say, oh, we have Dark Izanagi, and then there was a Dark Apocalypse. 
Um, and then there's this dark Sonia that's come out as well. And now we have dark Athena. I don't know why they're all dark, but I guess they kind of, kind of are. Um, so those monsters have just sort of not made their way into NA and, you know, this, this could be a, a little bit of a change. It's, um, it, it's been translated already, so it, it certainly could come here. Um, but the way to get these in Japan has been by getting these like medallions that you buy and might get in a package of something that you buy. I'm, I'm not entirely clear, but essentially it's something you have to go and buy at a store or order online and then uh, right. you redeem it uh, to get this monster. So, needless to say, uh, I, I, I was actually looking at Rico's uh, YouTube feed. Um, Rico, the sort of known for his very good, very fast, precise comboing YouTuber. Um, and his uh, feed had been sort of all Aizen running Arena 3 and then recently switched to all Dark Athena <laughs> farming arena three um so that's kind of interesting there so that gives you a flavor of how it's being used yeah i mean i could see it looking at the card it's definitely going to be a powerhouse yeah so um what i thought we could do is just move right into uh dark athena as a leader she's our leader of the pod uh and let's talk about her and talk about uh because there's been a lot of like Oh, so here's this uh, like top tier leader, um, purchasable, um, and then maybe the subs aren't as restrictive as a raw dragon sub list. So, in some senses, yeah, and it depends on what you what you need if you're going to co op or not too. So let's describe Dark Athena. She has a very high attack. Um. She has three TPAs, three skill boosts, and is unbindable. So that unbindable lead is pretty nice. Um, she has both a HP boost. Um, when you're running double leads, you're looking at two and a quarter times HP. Uh, when you are attacking with water and dark you get four times recovery so there's really really good recovery if you are hitting dark and water combos at the same time and then you are also looking at a 49 times attack so it's uh original miru level attack uh when hitting dark and water so pretty low requirement there to hit uh hit the leader skill yeah, like uh, having run Neptune quite a bit, it's, it's the same requirement for him, but he's only 36 times, so bump up to 49, and, you know, your leaders both have triple TPA. That's a, that's a big jump in damage. Yeah, I mean, we're talking triple TPA with um, a, a an attack, a base attack uh, with no plus eggs of uh, 2,500. <laughs> yeah that's impressive which is pretty pretty good and so you're just like really really crap i mean crapping out damage um with just like a dark tpa and one water match 
um and just your your leaders are just dumping out damage and i watched a couple uh you know solo runs through arena three and it's just like a uh, dark tpa and then a blue match and it's just like whatever combos you want to do and that then then it's done you know so it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty cool to look at um so you can see why uh you know the sort of medium level damage is really easy to hit and then you just bring a little bit of a spike to be able to like kind of you know get through the radars or a collie um the there are some drawbacks there um you notice i didn't mention skill bind resist when i mentioned her uh awakenings um and then that leader skill gives you the hp all the time but only gives you the recovery when you are activating the leader skill uh, for attack so you basically can't heal without attacking um, which can be awkward in some situations um Mm. and then uh oh i did not mention that her active ability has a three turn delay and an orb enhance so it has kind of a dual use and then you know when you run this team you're bringing two three turn delays along with you um and then uh oh yeah that that three turn delay is also inheritable if you want to spend 750k mp to have an inheritable three turn delay (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of utility right there. It's very impressive. So she she packs a fair amount of utility. Um, her leader skill makes her buff. Um, it's really throwing TPAs kind of into the forefront again, I think, over uh, what Kaede did um, when she came out. Um, oh, she, her leader skill does uh, focus on god attackers and devils. Uh, but you do get a really good lineup of God Attacker Devils uh, in Dark if you uh, need it. <laughs> yeah. One bummer, you can't use a Ketchy. Ketchy takes away your blue. Yep. Um, so you can't... Basically, you're going to look for double TPA subs. Um, everyone's got to have SBR, and you got to try to find someone with double SBR. Um, yeah. The... Uh, Somebody, Caster. yeah. Somebody was saying like you could run the SBR badge on your team, but you, there's like somebody, there's another badge that you'd rather use. I think probably time actually. Yeah, just so you can keep on clearing the board, and because she, I mean, she's got no, she doesn't have any yeah. fingers herself. Yeah. You know, so. so if you want to clear that board, you might want to use the extra two second badge. Um, but that being said. Um, we're looking at, uh, you know, I was trying to like, I was trying to dig up the double SBR TPA subs, um, in the dark. So we have Durga, um, Awoken Akuni and Awoken Loki. So all three of them are TPA double skill bind resist monsters that fit really well on this team. Um, you also have options of like caster, I believe Halloween Alraune, I can't pronounce that name ever. And I've said it before. Uh, and then Chester for emergencies, I guess has three SBR. Um, so those three are, if you don't have Loki, Okuni or Durga, um, you might, want to consider not buying dark athena because you might be struggling there um 
but even like you said, you could throw in one of those other options I mentioned. Or, you know, co-op. Or co-op, yeah. Co-op, obviously. But I, I think that the the goal of Dark Athena is not for co-op because you just, you're aiming to do this. I, th- I don't know. I mean, I just, it's like Aizen, like, I think, I feel like Aizen would work really well in co-op, but I never really co-op with them, mostly just solo stuff. And then I think that there's, um, I've been hearing that, like, people like to solo stuff in JP a lot and and don't mm-hmm. care so much about trying to get things done in co-op. And you see that a lot on the streams, and I, I, I wonder if that's just a thing with people that stream. Like, they just, like, you know, they've, they, they did co-op as a thing, and they farm in co-op, but then, you know, when they try to do hard stuff, like, it's all going solo. I mean, I think it makes a per- perfect sense, especially with the streamers, because co-op is probably less... Uh appealing and less fun to watch it's more fun to just watch him or her you know just uh doing their thing and and you know just all eyes on them what they can pull off yeah i think co-op just it it goes slower you know like you you like you want to talk to people and figure out what's going on and you want to like you know you talk about your builds and then like you know there's the delay of like switching the teams back and forth and i think as a streamer it's like gonna be cooler and and have more flow to it if you're just one person attacking the dungeon so uh, i i was looking at like other subs that would be good for dark athena um obviously everyone's like oh satsuki oh crap she takes away your blue orbs (laughs) satsuki never makes never makes the teams (laughs) Um, but the Awoken Haku is great. Awoken Persephone, really good. Um, and then yeah. we've got like Noctis, Revo Hades, Kana, definitely Kana with her triple TPAs, uh, Lumiel triple TPAs, and Valkyrie Claire, all are going to fit uh, nicely in there. Um, and then as a farmable sub, you have the option of uh, Hino Mitsuha if you happen to get that invade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for a double TPA, double time extend, SBR, farmable monster. And you've got, you know, Pandora. Beach Pandora especially. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you have some... Uh, oh, Beach Pandora has the two TPAs. I've totally forgot about that. Um, and, yeah, like the, uh, you know, any sort of dark monster that makes dark and doesn't get rid of blue is a pretty good option. Yeah, I'm, man, I really need to get on this MP train. I need to get Rod Dragon, and I do want Dark Athena, because I've got Caster, I've got two Beach uh, Pandoras, you mm-hmm. know, I've got ha- Haku, I've got Claire, I've got a lot, you know, I've got Loki, I've got a lot of subs that could work with her very easily. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I've definitely, I kind of like her art, too. I'm a bit of a fan of it. I've always kind of liked Athena, so... I'm uh I would be into it. So I, I may uh I may have to get on that train as well. I just bought my rod dragon, so I'm a little bit I'm I'm just over like 250k at this point. So um yeah, I mean it's one of the ways that I know that I'm not like an actual whale. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you're not always at 999. Exactly. <laughs> like I just I don't have 
I mean, I don't, my box isn't that big and, you know, like I, I just like, you know, I have like, I've gotten really lucky, I think with some of the dupes that I've pulled, but like, you know, it's, you know, of the six star monsters, six star Godfest exclusive that I have dupes of, they're all like pretty useful, you know, it's like, I I don't have like two copies of Fenrir Viz, (laughs) you know, so like I've got, I do have two, two Dark Collies, but I have been playing and pulling on this machine for two and a half years so it's not that surprising (laughs) right i don't have four rodents i've just got the one um and i don't i don't cap out my mp and have to buy like attack latents just because so um (laughs) so uh in any case i i did read uh setsu's blog uh, all credit to him for a really good breakdown of Dark Athena, but he was basically saying like, if you don't have ideal subs for Rod Dragon and you didn't pull Aizen, then this is a reasonable thing for you to buy if you've got good subs. But um, for most people, you can do better spending your MP than putting 750k into her um, because you know yeah. there's there's plenty of other options um to to do similar things so this i mean i think the the strength that she has over miru is going to be in fast farming of arena three or arena one um and so there's other ways to farm arena one quickly um and so if you don't have a goal this as your goal like fast farming arena three then uh, you might want to save your MP for something else. Yeah, he said he was going to mortgage his alt account and get Dark Athena. Oh, on, like, that's an alt account. oh, on his alt? Yeah, yeah, he said, like, oh, this is, you know, the the quickest way to get that account into the end game, and it's an alt account, so he, he deemed it worthy. Inter- I, I read that article, too. It was very helpful. Yeah, interesting. Um, I wonder when we might see her or if we'll see her. It seems likely that since they're putting it out there as a purchase that they'll probably give it to us as a purchase as well. But yeah, uh, I think that makes complete sense. But, uh, you know, you never know how long it's going to take to get here. I, I think we have a fair amount of time before we uh, need to worry about having that 750k MP. You know, if they really want to cause chaos, give us Dark Athena before old oh my god (laughs) that would people would lose their minds oh it'd be great oh man no not great (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's see i had a quick oh i i already already went through that um i had a quick like uh mechanic that i wanted to throw out there that i thought was kind of interesting um because i was watching a video this morning of someone running uh, a dungeon with a, the Revo Bastet. Um, and it's something that I noticed. Um, so I think most people are probably aware, most people listen to this podcast at least, um, are probably aware that when you use a row of hearts to bind clear, that Skyfalls will count towards your leader skill. Now, if you run a rainbow team, or Skyfall slash Cascade. So, like, everything that... All the combos that go in that first set of combos that aren't in, like, 
second, third stage cascades or skyfall, everything in that respect will not affect the monsters that are bound. So if your leader is bound and you do a row to clear, only the stuff that happens afterwards will actually activate your leader skill. So, for example, if you have uh, a rainbow leader that is bindable, so if for some reason you're running El Kali and she's bound, um, and you do a row to clear, and then in the second step of your cascade, you match three of the four colors, and in the, in the first step that included your row of hearts, you matched the fourth color, it will not fully activate her leader skill. So like rainbow monsters, um, you would need to match every single color that is needed to activate their leader skill in the cascade. Yikes, yeah. (laughs) What I noticed in this video was that is not true of monsters that are doing combo count leader skills. So this guy had huh. this guy had Bastet bound. He set up a cascade, um, and then did a cascade around the row of hearts, uh, and then did um, I think four or five other combos. So uh, he did he hit like five combos, and including the row of hearts, and then cascaded a sixth combo and two more combos and fully activated, not fully, but like hit the leader skill um, on both Bastets. So uh, what I, what I noticed, what I take from that is that, you know, your, your combo is the seventh combo and that's all that matters for the leader skill. So if that Bastet is unbound when combo seven goes off the board, then that's going to activate the leader skill up to seven combos. Even it, I wonder if I wonder if they even mean it to be that way, or if that's just a, a, a sort of like programming sort of thing where it's like, oh, at the end, check. Did you hit seven combos? Yes, you did. Leaders unbound. Okay, we're good to go. So, like, I think if you if you had done it where you had set up the board and you hit eight combos on that board with the row and got no skyfall combos, it would not activate the leader skill. Mm. But since that Bastet was unbound when seventh combo hit, then it counts. Because the, the, per- yeah, the I, person definitely did... That makes sense. Yeah. But... So I thought it was a very interesting mechanic to that I noticed. I was like, wow, that's interesting. I never saw that before. Because I had just basically you know, gotten to the point where I was like, well, if the leader is bound, then I, I almost, it's really, really hard to like set up everything to cascade around a row of hearts to, to activate the leader skill after you've unbound. But for combo count monsters, it's a different thing. Yeah, that's good to know. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Oh, that won't work if you're counting colors of combos. Just if you're counting number of combos. So, like, if you were doing an unbind and you were like, oh, like, I need to hit three green combos, it won't work if you do your unbind and then cascade the third green combo. Really? Yeah. Because it... Huh. Yeah. Because it's not triggering on their little, like, icon, Yeah, because the monster was bound until... It was bound for the first two green combos, and then that third green combo mm. is only going to count as one. Um, 
so it, that's why I thought this was kind of like a weird little hidden mechanic that I hadn't noticed before. Oh, I just hit the table again. I'm going to get in trouble. I shouldn't swivel in the chair. All right. I Well, thanks for that. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> I just, I mean, I like those little like details. Like, uh, have I ever talked to you about how, how the game decides which combo goes off the board first? And when I figure that one out, um, well, and it has. Did did you talk about this pod? Isn't it just like the farthest left lowest? Yeah, and it it goes across the. It's the farthest left lowest, but then it goes across the board, um, from left to right, and then goes up to the second mm-hmm. row and goes across left to right. And so what it does is like, it checks each spot orb, uh, each each orb in the in the row uh and then moves up to the the row above and goes across and if there's a combo that starts on that there's a combo that includes that orb um as the orbs are checked in order it will like erase that combo so like uh you know the last combo that would go off your board would be something starting on the uh in the upper right corner being horizontal um, and being only three orbs long. So that would be the very last com- orb uh, combo to go, always. And it has no effect on the game other than, like, the animation. But I just think it's interesting that it, like, checks each orb. Is it a part of a combo? And then moves to the right one. Is this a part of the combo? It moves to the right to the one. You know, and then pops up a row and then does the same thing in, like, a grid pattern. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's interesting only yeah, to me. there's all kinds of... <laughs> Well, there's all kinds. Of, well, I mean, it, it'll come into play, you know. There's all kinds of intricacies that you don't know. It can burn you later. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. Not that one, at least, because it doesn't really. I haven't thought of a way to actually use it to affect anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. All right, uh, let's move on to cute corner. You got your pick ready to go? Yeah, and I'm starting to second guess myself that maybe this was chosen before by the the great Kev Vino. But, uh, oh, possibly. We're gonna go with it anyways. It's 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 too late in the game to change it now. So, number two, three, eight, nine. Let's see. Awoken. Sakuya or Sakuya. Oh, interesting. I remember Old Q-tip the episodes girl. when he was. Yeah, <laughs> when he was uh, had first gotten her, and I don't remember if he chose her or not, but. Yeah, this was, for me, um, the first sort of, like, you know, metagame leader that I had gotten that got me really far or into the late mm-hmm. game. And uh, I also just, I love the art. I mean, I like, um, you know, she's got the long flowing hair, whipping behind her. Um, got this sort of, um, I don't know, for some reason, I want to think, like, Wedding-ish sort of thing, just because of all the white mm-hmm. and the uh, her. What do you want to call that? A uh, spear that she's. Wielding? I was going to ask. I wondered if that's supposed to be some sort of particular weapon. Like, is that an over-exaggerated, over-exaggerated version of some sort of particular Japanese weapon that I don't know about, or Chinese maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, like how you know when she becomes awoken, she becomes dragon dragon mm-hmm. healer she loses her god type and she's got sort of those dragon gauntlets on her oh hands. yeah 
So that was pretty cool. And then the uh, the the dragon spirit coming out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks pretty, you know, even for an ethereal spirit, looks pretty fierce. Yeah. So He's, overall, she was that's one interesting. Of my first leaders and just kind of favorites. Now, I'm looking at him. He almost looks like he has hooves. Um, see that? Yeah, no, he does. He does have yeah, hooves. Why? I don't. I think of dragons as having claws rather than hooves. Maybe. Yeah, it beats me. I don't know. But uh, yeah, overall, I just I, I like it. She just looks sort of fierce but calm at the same time. And you, you see those different elements of, you know, that change and when she came awoken, you know, how it affects her art. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's cool. And uh, yeah, I was I was actually trying to like place what, what I thought of that outfit. It's a little bit um, it's a bit a little bit like a acrobat. Like you would see someone performing in a circus. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what it seems like to me, almost. Uh, or like uh, maybe someone who, maybe a figure skater. <laughs> kind of a bit of a yeah. figure skater outfit on. Um, but the, I think that the uh, the blue braids are pretty cool. I wonder if that's meant to be um, a part of her headdress, or if that's like she's got some blue hair. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a headdress. I mean, it also highlights her her secondary color. I just overall, you know, she's like she's light blue, and you, you see it all those sort of things represented in the art. So I like it. You know, I don't have Sukuya. Really? Still? Nope. Never pulled one. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, REM. How it is? Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like that's like we went through that list, and it's just like, oh, there's you know, for Dark Athena, like here's these three monsters that have two tpas and two skill boosts and i have none of them um no durga <laughs> no no okuni loki. no loki never pulled any of those i don't think oh, wow. I, I feel like at some point i mean durga seems familiar i wonder if i pulled a durga and sold it long ago but i don't think so i think i've just never pulled any of them all right my pick is number oh i keep i keep clicking on the picture oh it's three three eight four and this is reincarnated bastet meow with more cats <laughs> it's cool and uh i am uh, i'm picking this uh with diana in mind she's pumped um and there are a lot more cats <laughs> How many are there? I One, see two, three, seven four, at least. Five, six, seven. Yeah, seven or eight. And then I don't know. I don't know yeah. what these like uh, green things are, but they look like they're some sort of cat representatives, like cat sarcophagi, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, there's definitely at least seven cats in there. Oh, actually, there's eight. I found an eighth. Um, that one's almost blocked out by her um, her hair. But, uh, yeah, she's uh, a little bit fierce, a little bit uh, excited and fun, doing some, cat, some <laughs> cat-like maneuvers. Um, and she's got eight, at least eight cats with her um, in attack mode. There's one that's especially, um, especially confident about coming to get you. I think the one that uh, you can kind of see in between her legs, uh, near her knees, has a has an interesting expression. Yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite one is the one the, the upper right with the big smile like 
and so um yeah solid art you know the there's it's a little bit busy i mean you know there's some cats that are hard to pick out of the art but um overall i think that there's a enough clarity of detail to to uh keep me happy about it um she you know her face is pretty obvious you can kind of see these like uh i'm actually now that i'm looking at i think she has her fingernails painted (laughs) on that right hand oh yeah Yeah, she's got little red Uh fingernails uh and uh wearing some uh cat claw gauntlets uh over that um good stuff yeah. I've liked a lot of the Revo cool. art lately. They uh, when they stopped just doing like p- straight up recolors and started uh, taking some liberties, it started to look really nice. Yeah, for sure. This is fun. That that cat in the upper right just gets me. He's <laughs> look like he's having a yep, good time. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it for today. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be short, and I was wrong again. <laughs> Hey, sub two hours. Yeah, though. we did keep it under two hours. It is short for us. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on again. Yeah, thanks for All right, having me. And uh, anyone who wants to reach out to the podcast can do so at podcastbros at gmail.com. That's P A D C A S T B R O S at gmail.com. And you want to sign us out, Danny? Yep. In true Prad Bro fashion, may the Skyfall Gods be ever. In your favor. I, I feel like you had a really good one on that we lost on that previous episode. I and know. I cannot remember what it was. <laughs> I I remember it. Maybe I'll I'll bring okay, it up. Okay, okay. All right. And now the recording ends.